0: episode 52 of the mental dive podcast where we talk anything and everything sports psychology and mental performance i'm your host taylor Staden. on today's episode i am pumped to be joined by akira schmidt akira is a new jersey devils prospect and is currently the starting goaltender for cu city in the ushl And throughout the course of the interview, me and Akira actually get into some really interesting topics, including what it was like for him transitioning from Switzerland to North America to pursue a junior hockey career, what it was like representing Switzerland in the world juniors and playing against Team Canada on Canadian soil, as well as how he manages the heat and the pressures of being a goaltender, as well as so much more. One thing I do want to mention before we get into the interview is that I'm actually currently taking on more clients for mental performance consulting. So if you're an athlete out there who maybe wants to work on their confidence, managing adversity, pressure, keeping your cool, or would like to learn anything else about the mental side of the game and sport to help you improve on your performance, well-being and consistency, please do send me a message. One thing to keep in mind is that you don't have to have a problem, per se, to do mental performance coaching. I'm a firm believer that pursuing it proactively is actually the best way to do it, so in that way, when adversity hits or you experience a setback, you're actually better prepared to manage it. So make this process really simple. All I want you to do is that if you're interested, send me a message on Twitter or Instagram saying mindset. That's all you got to say. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at taylorstaden, that's at T-A-Y-L-O-R-S-T-A-D-E-N, or you can email me taylorstaden1 at gmail.com. I'll include all the information you need to know in the description of the podcast for easy access, but without further ado, Let's get into today's interview with Akira Schmid. Today's guest reigns from Bern, Switzerland, representing his country at the international level, such as at the U-20 World Junior Championships. The recent USHL Goaltender of the Week is also New Jersey Devils prospect, being drafted 136 overall in the 2018 NHL Draft. I'm pleased to be joined by Akira Schmid. How's it going?
1: Good. How are you?
0: i'm well i'm well thank you and again congrats on the ushl goaltender of the week that's uh that's pretty sweet your numbers were insane over the last few
1: games (laughs) well yeah i'm just trying to play playing my best hockey right now because uh we're getting down a stretch like last six games now and uh, trying to make the playoffs
0: nice and how is your team a bubble team then this year Or how is your team doing
1: uh, I mean, we're in four place right now, so we will make the playoffs in the standings, but uh, they just announced that the playoffs are going to be by win percentage. So, but we're out right now by win percentage. So we just got to win every game basically now.
0: Right. Okay. So did a lot of teams have games canceled? Is that why they're doing it by win percentage? Well, uh, just Des Moines,
1: the team that's below us has like, I think four or six less game than us. So they decided they're not going to reschedule those games and just, uh, do by win percentage.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so Akira, one way I like to always start the podcast is I'd love to learn a little bit about your story and your background. You know, what's your why and what pushes you to push through all the adversity along the way?
1: Well, I think I just have one goal in mind—that's win the Stanley Cup one day—and uh, I know it's a long journey and a hard journey. So I'll just try to push through everything that gets thrown at me. You know, and uh, keep going hard and work hard every day.
0: Nice. When did you start playing hockey?
1: I started playing when I was nine years old. I Started as a defenseman, uh, but I uh-huh. always wanted to be goalie. But uh, my dad wanted me to learn how to skate first, so I did one year of. Uh, player and then switch to goalie
0: nice and what's that whole development process like over in switzerland i'm not very familiar is there a triple a system over there or how does that kind of development program work
1: so it's uh usually there are two years together so it was me and the 01s ones or the 99s depends on if you're the younger birth year. so it's under 20 then under 17 under 15 under 13 I guess and so on
0: nice okay and then so you go through the development system and you end up being drafted to the New Jersey Devils back in 2018 what was that moment like for you and did it really change your perspective on you know what your professional career path might look like
1: well it was a uh, surprising to be honest because I didn't talk to New Jersey at all the year before that I talked to other teams but not once to New Jersey so I'm like really surprised it happened and uh yeah i mean i wouldn't say changed the way i approached to get to where i am but uh definitely helped for sure and made it clear that i might have a little bigger chance than others do but uh i mean i still have to put in the work every day like everyone else so it's kind yeah. of yeah
0: yeah absolutely and so you you get dropped by new jersey and you end up coming overseas to to north america what was this kind of experience like for you uh experiencing a new culture and in both um, the U.S. and Canada?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was different for sure. I mean, everything is just bigger over here than it is in Switzerland since it's a really small country there. But uh, I mean, I got used to it pretty quick. I mean, the Devils took me to main camps, So I I got like a familiar surrounding, surrounding and all that. So, uh I mean, I got a Pretty good transition from Switzerland to America, I would say.
0: And then joined by um, by fellow Swiss, uh, Nico Hischer. I'm sure that was pretty cool for you to be with him, eh?
1: Yeah, that was great. I mean, he, he helped me the first day I got there and uh, took me out to dinner and a little bit showed me around how it, how it goes, yeah.
0: And then staying on the topic of Switzerland now, you got the opportunity to play for your country at the international level at multiple championships, namely the U-20 championship, which is obviously the really big tournament. What did it mean to you to represent your country?
1: Well, it's always a great honor to represent your country, no matter for what country you play for. But, uh, I mean, it was always been a dream of me, too, to represent my country and play for them, yeah.
0: Do you have any key takeaways or moments from uh, the U-20 tournament that you like to share?
1: Uh, I would say just uh, the moment in Vancouver when we played against Canada is probably one of the best experiences of my life playing in front of, I don't know, 18,000 fans and then just the the media around it, you know, it felt like I'm in the NHL already, but uh, no, it was great. And then playing against Canada, but I mean, we still lost three to two, but I mean, it was just an amazing experience.
0: Tell me a little bit more about that atmosphere. Of playing against Team Canada on Canadian soil, like what kind of momentum did you maybe feel pushed against you from the, the Canadian home crowd?
1: Yeah, it was insane. It was super loud. And I mean, uh, we got scored on 30 seconds into the game. So uh, you know, it was pretty hard to recover from that. But uh, I mean, we we tried our best to still win the game, but uh came out true, but the atmosphere was unbelievable.
0: When you think about and this this is interesting, I thought of this now when you think about those moments where you maybe get scored on early in a game, how do you personally bounce back from that? Like what helps you lock back in to still take on the rest of the 60 minutes?
1: Yeah. Well, to be honest, the first, I got that game in Canada. I'm like, Oh my God, that's going to be a terrible game probably. But, uh, no, uh, you can't, you can't think about that too much. I mean, you can get scored on in the first 30 seconds or you can have get don't, don't get scored on the, first 59 minutes of the game and then get scored on in the, in the last minute. So it doesn't really matter. You just got to focus on your game, focus on stopping the next puck. Yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: Would you rather be scored on in the first minute or the last minute of the game?
1: I'd say probably f- last minute depends on, depends on the score too a little bit. But, uh, you know, it happened recently to me. We were up two nothing. <laughs> then we got scored on with one minute left. Then we score an empty netter. So it's three to one. And then with one second left, they score like a lucky tip in front. And that so it's three, two. So I was kind of pissed about that. But I mean, I'd rather rather get the win than the shot out.
0: Right, right. And then, you know, you talked about how you can't really think about it too much during a game. And obviously that's easier said than done because when we try to not think about something, we usually just think about it even more. So it's it can be really challenging. But I've spoken to many goalies, and they've all preached to me about the importance of the mental side of hockey. You know, What are your thoughts on this?
1: No, I completely agree. I mean, I think goalie's not an easy position to play at. I mean, if you get scored on, everyone thinks it's your fault. I mean, except you maybe know a little bit about hockey. But, uh, yeah, it always ends up with you. So uh, if you can't take the heat, sometimes you, you can't play goalie. I, think, I feel like you just got to be like in your own little world i mean you still got your team around you and but yeah it's it's weird being a kind of in a team but you still play for yourself kind of so it's not that easy but uh you gotta try your best
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cause it's interesting that you said, you know, you're part of a team, but really you're, you're the last line of defense. You're, you're stuck back there, uh, alone a lot of the time. So you're kind of, you know, on an Island of your own. Sometimes I feel
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you talk about having uh, like thick skin to be a goalie. You got to be able to manage the heat. How do you help manage the heat and the pressures of being a goaltender?
1: Well, I don't know. I just, I just love having the pressure kind of on me, you know, taking the responsibility kind of they carry carry the team sometimes but I just like that and I mean I just want to prove the other team too that they they can't score on me and stuff like that so I mean I guess I'm kind of just like that
0: (laughs) right so would you say that you you then like to go into the game with a little more uh like anxiety being a little more pumped up to play your best or what's that for you
1: yeah I think so too um it's just, it's just like having the pressure, I guess, that dev- developed over over the years I played. And uh, that's pretty much it, yeah.
0: So I noticed, I was looking at your career, and you actually played one game in, in the Western Hockey League. What's the story behind this?
1: Well, first of all, I played terrible in that game. But, um, yeah, so I got drafted by New Jersey. A week later, I got drafted by Lefbridge. Uh, I go over there, stayed there for like a week went to New Jersey so I can like start to live in and get used to American style, go back hop off the plane, go play a game there. And then, (laughs) well, get lit off and, uh, got waved pretty much in the next day after. Yeah.
0: So you just played one game and they just waved you and then no one grabbed you in the CHL. Exactly. Because you can only
1: grab in the, the CHL, not the complete league, just, uh, the league you're in so if it's the q or o or oh, wherever okay. you're at it's just yeah they can pick you up
0: hmm. did you ever try to get back to the UHL or did you just kind of find your ground in the ushl and decide to run with that
1: well i think the ushl is just as good and uh i mean they're pretty, maybe a little more defensive than offensive minded <laughs> so uh maybe helps me out a little too but uh i just i really liked it here i mean i started up in omaha which was great and got traded to Sioux City and it's a great spot as well. So I'm really happy here.
0: What do you what do you think are some of the biggest keys for your success in uh Sioux City?
1: Well I just think the adversity I faced kind of you know made me stronger and then coming off the hip injury try to get back into it but uh I think since I'm healthy again I just can focus on getting better every day and uh do the little things right you know I focus on on all the little stuff that I talked to with New Jersey about. So uh, just creating great habits as well.
0: What have you done to try to create some of these habits? And I'm interested to to hear maybe how you approach that and how, what advice you maybe give to other goaltenders who are listening to try and do the same thing.
1: Yeah. So for me, obviously the, the hip recovery was huge because since I had the hip surgery and uh, so that was kind of my focus and, because it was my focus. I try to build that into my pregame routine as much as I can to get the hips going, you know, and then I start doing the same thing day in, day out.
0: Okay, right on. So you just really just try to take what you have and, you know, maybe not think so much about, you know, oh, like feel sorry for yourself. For the fact that, oh, I have a hip injury, but instead embrace it and then work it into your routine. So in that way you can play your best and focus on what you can control.
1: Exactly. Because I mean, in the end, no one really cares that much. You know, it's just it's just kind to keep working.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Kira, it's been great talking to you. I appreciate you taking the time out of your, I'm sure, busy schedule to, to call my podcast and talk a little bit about your career. If there's any uh, young goaltenders out there listening who want to maybe get drafted to the NHL and, and play junior hockey, particularly those who are maybe coming from overseas, what advice would you give them?
1: Well, first of all, just have fun, like enjoy the process uh, and then put in the work. And uh, it's the little things that that make the difference. I feel like really just doing it consistently as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Awesome. Great. Well, thank you for sharing that. And again, I really appreciate your time.
1: Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me.
0: So that wraps it up for episode 52 of the Mental Dive podcast. Once again, big thank you goes out to Akira Schmid for joining me for today's episode. As I mentioned at the start of the interview, if you are indeed interested in learning more about how you can improve on your mindset and your performance through mental performance consulting, please do send me a message using the word mindset to either my Twitter, Instagram, or email, which are all included in the description of this episode for easy access. But more importantly, everybody had a great rest of your day and I hope that you got to learn something today. I'll see you all in episode 53.